This is not like your regular mom podcast. It's your cool mom podcast. It's an unfiltered look into motherhood through the lens of the working mom and mom bosses, all while figuring out the journey of how we got to where we are and how we juggle it all, even if we aren't. We keep it real. We keep it positive and fun. We are two mompreneurs who've had successful careers in the fashion, beauty, and design industries in New York City while raising little ones and also making a mean cheese board. I'm serious. I'm Liz. And I'm Amanda. And we are Mom Goals. Today, we are so excited to have Anna Kaiser on. Anna Kaiser is founder of Anna Kaiser Studios. She's a celebrity fitness trainer, choreographer, personal trainer to Kelly Ripa, Shakira, Sarah Jessica Parker, Alicia Keys, and of course, yours truly, me. She's been named one of the most 100 influential people in health and fitness, and she does it all somehow while momming two young boys. Anna, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for being here with us today and hanging out. Thank you so much for having me. I would hang out with you any day, Amanda. (laughs) So good. In and out of the studio, right? Yes. Yes. And you are definitely mom goals. We have to get our little munchkins together more often. We do. Well, now you've moved back to the city. I'm still up here in CT, but somehow we're we're always uh, passing in the night, but we hang. We will hang. Yes. Um, yes. So Amanda did such a great intro about who you are, and I know a little bit from Amanda and obviously from like you being just an amazing presence, but how would you describe who you are and what you do? Oh my goodness. That is a huge question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um... I am a very passionate, driven human. Um, I have always had uh, love for dance and have expressed myself through that medium. Um, And my goal as a founder and a teacher and a motivator is to inspire others to find their passion through movement and not just movement, but movement with purpose. Everything I do in the in my own sessions, as well as in the class content in my business, um, has a purpose and an end goal. Um, that is driven by years of science and expertise and passion. Um, and I hope to inspire others to find that excitement um, and find a love for movement and who they are in the world as their strongest self. Um, And I hope to help my kids find that for themselves too. Um, And every day is different. And I think um, one of the things that I love most about my life is that I'm able to wear so many hats. And some people call that mom goals or some people call that being an entrepreneur, but um, I or feel both. very lucky. Yes, right. I just feel very lucky to be able to have a different day every day and be a mom, be a wife, an entrepreneur, a boss, a friend, a teacher, um, and always exploring and innovating. And that keeps me really excited to get up in the morning. And you are, you do all of that. I have to say, like following your Instagram, knowing you as a friend, knowing you as a trainer, just the passion and enthusiasm that you bring also to the community and inspiration. Like, 
I mean, speaking candidly, I, I found you up here, brand new to Connecticut. I am like completely obsessed. I have to say, like, since starting, you know, I, I used to run, I used to run marathons, I've blown out my knee twice. I, now that I'm dancing and with you and in the studio, I'd say for the better part of the past year, my body has never looked better. Um, that is true. I, I never looked better. Too. <laughs> Even better, like better than before baby. <laughs> Ooh, that's amazing. But, so much same. better but the energy the enthusiasm the excitement just the way your trainers like it's so high vibe i can't think of you know any other workout or any other trainer who really is like just such kind-hearted human and does it all with so much passion and enthusiasm every single day i think that's what keeps Thank going you. and you know? you know what else is so great about the studios is the community we have such a wonderful community of women who also do it all and who step into that room um, and are responsible for the energy that they bring into the room. They are happy humans. They support one another. It is not competitive. It is not negative. It is super positive. Exactly who you are, Amanda. We just, we attract that kind of woman, mom, businesswoman, entrepreneur. I remember one of um, Catherine. Catherine said to me at one point, I really want to do a private because I want to learn the dances, not so that she could be better than someone, but that so she didn't hold the class back. She was thinking of the greater community. And as women, um, it is so important that we find a group like that, that uh, supports each other in the room and brings that energy uh, and excitement to take an adventure and, you know, spend the hour and explore together um, and inspire one another and, you know, not just show up and leave or not show up and try and be better than someone else, whether it's in the studio or, or at work or at school, that we really show up and we're aware of the people that are sharing our energy and we're bringing that great energy to any situation that we're in, but um, specifically for the community around Anna Kaiser Studios, it was so important for me when I opened those doors that everyone who walked in felt happy, first of all, and felt supported by the space, the community, the instructors, myself, every day. Um, and it's, it, I think it's one of the most important things that women can do for one another. Especially it truly is. moms. Yeah. And from the top down, I have to say, like, I have been a fitness fanatic my entire life. I have never been to a studio or involved in a community that's just, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. This goes yes. in and out beyond the oh, studio. And it's totally well said, that. Amanda. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, fully noted. I came up here, you know, going through a divorce, new mom, 17 years in the city, just really trying to find my way. And the minute I stepped into that studio, I have to say, like, every single person totally nice totally accepting interested interesting you know brand new group of friends so and i won't i mean that's how i start every day so and amanda wonderful. talks about your studio all the time like it's, <laughs> it's a huge passion of hers and it's you don't I even really think it i mean yeah, i had I no moves her... before i came oh that's come on true. you always had that's moves ridiculous ridiculous <laughs> you always had so moves good. but i really have seen like Amanda's even not just like her appearance has transformed since going to your studio, but like her inward, her like 
her energy, like she's always had amazing positive energy, but that day, like going to your studio every day has like given her this like really radiant positive outlook. And I really, I, now I want to do it. <laughs> the work schedule revolves around my dance <laughs> and my I kid. Love it. I love it. And it's that thing you do for you. It's the yeah. reset. It's the getting your head space um, or getting your head on straight and focused um, and your endorphins roaring so that you can take on every day regardless of what is going on. Sometimes we have those days where we wake up and life feels completely overwhelming. And the second you walk into the studio, you let it all go and then you exit a much stronger, better, more motivated and um, inspired human. And that's really what a workout in a community should do for us um, yeah. in my, my eyes. It's awesome. I'm so curious too, because like, how how did you know? What was your journey like? How did you start and get into this? What was how did you start your career? Oh, that's so. Uh, also, a very long story. <laughs> but, let's see. Give us I what mean, you got. When I was, if I'm being honest, you know, um, uh, in my my connection to dance was very different than I think the normal um, person finds dance. I um, remember when I was eight, my dad told my mom, she'll never be a dancer. She's so uncoordinated, which is often what I hear when women come into my class. So I know exactly how they feel because I was not a natural dancer. Um, it took me a very long time. And I actually started with very bad technique and had to retrain myself at the age of 13 in a ballet school because I realized most of my training had been incorrect. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately my dad passed when I was 12 and I was unable to talk about it. And so the only way that I could express my emotions and what I was feeling was through dance. And so I dove deep. Um, you know, I, I was dancing four hours a day. I was going, I was driving myself to LA. I just got really, really dedicated to becoming a dancer and having to overcome all those years of being trained incorrectly. So later I ended up auditioning, getting into um, one of the best conservatories in the United States, um, second to Juilliard. And I was very lucky and I dived deeper still. And one of my passions became teaching dance to other people who didn't have a background of proper technique because I didn't want other people to have to go through that, whether it was fitness technique or dance technique. I wanted to be able to fuse science with dance and really teach people the right way to do things and not have them go through 10 years of doing it incorrectly and then having to rebuild all of that. So um, when I became a professional dancer. I taught my very first dance fitness class in 1996. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Throwback. Long time. Yeah. Throwback. Um, you know, I was, um, burning, uh, CDs and <laughs> using the same CD over and over again, back in the day, back in the day, moved to New York city to pursue dance as a career. And, um, 
was dancing in a modern company um, for a choreographer named Donald McHale. He um, was one of the founders of Modern Dance alongside Alvin Ailey and Martha Graham. And I was a soloist with him for three years and very, very lucky. We traveled internationally. I've, I learned so much from him. He was the greatest mentor of my life. And then, you know, dancing for a dance company, much like a ballet company, is very hard. You, you um, rehearse, you know, six hours a day, plus you take class for another hour and a half on top of that. And then maybe you do that for six months, you go on tour for two weeks, or you do a stint at Lincoln Center, or you have, you know, the Barclay Theater, whatever it is, and then you go back into the rehearsal room for six, six months. It's, a, it's the opposite of a Broadway show where there, most of your life is spent in the rehearsal room and um, exploring, discovering, and choreographing. Uh, and it was so artistically fulfilling, but it can, it's, it's very hard to do that. So I wanted to have fun with dance again. I took a break from the concert world um, and did some fun things. International tour of fame, the musical. I was a principal dancer. Of course you were in fame. Enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So <laughs> and uh, the 50th year anniversary of Music Man, 50th year anniversary of West Side Story, um, danced for Shakira as a backup dancer. But while all of this was happening, I wanted to continue my own education um, and learn about movement, movement mechanics, kinesiology, anatomy. So I went to Mount Sinai and studied with the cadavers and learned how the body and the muscle was connected from the inside out, functional anatomy for movement and injuries. I was certified in Pilates and yoga and TRX and National Academy of Sports Medicine and um, uh, other populations, pre-postnatal, um, elderly post 60 years old population, as well as injuries and preventions. And then I, back when I first moved to New York in 2002, started working at Reebok Sports Club, which at that point was the premier gym in the city. And, you know, boutique fitness didn't exist yet. So we were all there creating our own techniques and modalities. Ruth was working on spinning before she started SoulCycle. And there were, I mean, we were all there. That was the place where we started creating our methods together uh, while I was performing as a professional dancer and um, wow. started personal training and trying to figure out uh, what How to connect I wanted it all, to right? bring to fitness. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So from about 2002 to 2009, I worked on that. What was I going to do differently that wasn't already available in the world of fitness? I shot a DVD, first customizable DVD with Denise Austin. I was in the Beachbody Insanity videos with Sean T. Um, <laughs> oh my God, it was, a, it was a very fun, yeah, very fun few years. And, um, then I said, you know, I think it's time. I was on stage with Shakira. Um, it had been 12 hours of hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait um, in six inch heels, plexiglass floor, wig, you know, whole thing. Oh my and God. finally at four Die. o'clock in the morning, the choreographer was high hat. She said, all right, guys, dancers, here we go. Four o'clock in the morning. We were, it was, you know, our turn. We had three chances to get it right. And I stood in that studio and said, this is my last job. This is it. I've done everything I wanted to do in dance. 
I've had a, a very successful career. I've loved every moment. Uh, six months before that, I just did the revival of Showboat at Carnegie Hall. And it was just wonderful. I looked up at the buildings and I said, I did it, New York. I just, I loved every moment. And now I am ready to move on and build the next 20 years of my life. And so I took a pause on professional dancing and choreography and started to figure out what was this method. So um, I built AKT, the Anakaiser Technique. I betaed in Connecticut, Amanda. It was my very first studio for a year. Built the class model. And then I moved the class model to Tribeca for a year. Built the PT model, the private training model. And then I opened my first AKT studio in 2013 on the Upper East Side of New York. Two years later, I opened the Downtown Nomad Studio and my East Hampton Studio. I launched a streaming platform and a uh, an athleisure line at Target. Then I co-hosted My Diet is Better Than Your, pri Yours, primetime TV show on ABC with Shanti. Um, and then I sold AKT in 2018 to develop the franchise version of the uh, concept. So that is now available in over, well, let's see, we have over 120 studios sold um, in addition to international franchise rights in um, Japan, Saudi Arabia, and Australia. Um, and now I am back to Anakaiser Studios and building my lifestyle brand so that I'm able to continue to evolve and elevate as a leader in fitness through Anakaiser Studios and, you know, build the next um, iteration of um, Anakaiser Studios and fitness and my personal lifestyle brand as a mom, as a founder, as um, a leader in the fitness industry. Wow. Incredibly inspiring Such and goals. so multifaceted, right? Mm, mm. Such goals. Has to be. And that's who, that's who yes. I am. <laughs> I know. I You're so it. much more than just one thing. I know Liz was so interested <laughs> in the target line, but like, so, I mean, wow, I had no idea that you were just had so much going on and how you've evolved so much. It's so interesting how like, you know, almost nonlinear things can be. One and how did you yes. go from? I think saying yes is a big part yeah. of that. You yes. know, the Huge. book of yes. You Huge. have to use your intuition and know what to say yes and no to, and then open yourself up to where those opportunities are going to take you. It may not take you where you thought you were going to go. If, if you had told me, in 1996 that I would end up in fitness. I don't think I would have believed you. No. <laughs> Definitely so, not. I mean, huge evolution and leading into that, yes. like now you're a mom of two. You've got two young, yes. beautiful boys. How Thank has, you. like beautiful, and you <laughs> love watching your family, but how has motherhood really changed how you approach your career? You know, it is, it has opened How do you do eyes. it all? Well, I mean, we all do it all every day. Do. I don't think it's possible to do it all. We have to make sacrifices every single day. I mean, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't say goodbye to Brooks, who's now four, he's in preschool, where I wish I didn't have to leave him. 
um, to go to work. And then there are days where I'm at work and I'm having the best day and I don't want to stop and go home. I mean, I just don't think it's possible to get enough of everything and find perfect balance. Um, but I think I, all of us probably, um, develop a greater awareness and appreciation for the world that we inhabit after we become a mom, our eyes are just open to the world outside of us. And for so many years, it was about building, well, figuring out who I was and then building a business and focusing on the team and the community. And then when you have a child, your eyes are open to life and who people are that surround you as people and the extension of their lives because you're helping to raise a child and a human in the world and i think that just opens your awareness to um, everything in a deeper way right like really expansive outside of yourself yeah yeah and your work you inhabit a much larger soulful place in the world and also, I, I don't have as much time to focus on any one thing. So all of my time is spent more efficiently. <laughs> That's so true. That's usually how it goes being a mom. Yes. <laughs> so I'm fascinated that you have a, uh, you had a fashion line for, or an athletic brand line for the C9 Champion collection at Target. How did that come about? Oh, let's see. It was... Um, it was something that I always wanted to do. Um, I wanted to make, much like uh, AKT as a franchise, I wanted to make great fitness available to the masses um, at a different level. And the same thing with Target. I wanted to make great athleisure and stylish athleisure available to a larger group of people. What I'm doing in New York is very elevated. It's very personalized and high level. And so I wanted to create another option, another level for people who were craving great fitness, but couldn't afford it, or were craving great fashion, but couldn't afford it. So I partnered with Target to create that line. And the design process uh, was incredible. Their team is wonderful. And literally the exact designs that we came up with were, um, were made real at such a low price point. I was shocked. And for any and all size, um, you know, starting at from extra, extra small, all the way up to triple XL, um, so that literally anyone could get great fashion and athleisure, athleisure much like the workouts. Um, that we do virtually or in studio. It really is meant for everyone, all sizes, all ages. And so that's why I chose to do it with Target. Oh, you got to love Target for that. That's amazing. Yes. It's just one of those places you walk in, you can't walk out without spending $40. Oh At my least, God. It's kind of like a you know? mom vacation. You go in for like, one thing. Yeah. One thing it- and then you come out with like two carts. Yes, Isn't exactly. it funny during the <laughs> pandemic? I feel like so many of us like going to Target has become like our treat, like our self care. Be right yeah. back. I'm going to Target. Target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had so many amazing accomplishments and all that. Like I obviously know that you would say that your kids are the biggest accomplishment of all those amazing things. Um, but what would you say is your greatest accomplishment of all the things that you just shared with us, if not maybe something else? 
Oh, I think my greatest accomplishment so far um, is making it through COVID as a boutique something. <laughs> <laughs> that was, and still is challenging. I, and you know, like so coming businesses. out on the other side. Yes, yes. Um, it was very hard. It was very hard. There were many that did not make it. Eight of the 10 top um, uh, gyms had to close, you know. That's um, right. New York Sports Club declared bankruptcy. 24 Hour Fitness declared bankruptcy. I mean, it was, it's very, most of the boutique fitness studios in the city had to close locations. Starbucks closed 40 locations in the city. It was extraordinary what um, to be a small business owner um, and make it through a pandemic and very difficult. And I am so lucky to have the support of the community of, of women um, to help me get through it because it was challenging for everyone. Um, and uh, we are better for it. And wow, it's so nice to be back in a studio with people. <laughs> but yes, very challenging. Um, I was also pregnant while that happened. And it went from 150, you know, to zero. I had just come off um, training Shakira for the Super Bowl and filming a video with Kelly Ripa and Chris Porter in the studio and had my 40th birthday. Um, Happy huge birthday. celebration of the band. Thank you. Was in Turks and Caicos, came back and was finishing um, a week intensive in the studio. And then we shut down. All of it happened. And two oh. weeks later, we were done for a year and a half. And it was just, and I hadn't even announced my pregnancy yet. And so I had to pivot the company in two days to a virtual model and try to wake up in the morning and keep food down. <laughs> and, <laughs> Um, try and keep all of my employees um, employed. And we did. We didn't let a single person go. Um, we were able to successfully pivot the business to a virtual model. And I had my second son um, born in October, who is so delicious. And I'm so grateful to have a supportive husband while all of that was going on, too, because we all, oh, and I moved to Connecticut because all of our amenities were shut down in our building in New York and we were in the middle of a renovation in our other apartment. We were combining three units. So there was a lot. It was very, very stressful. It was a very hard year. And um, there were many points at which I just almost gave up. Wow. <laughs> I almost gave up on life and had to say to myself, you can do it. You've been through you know, crazy challenges in your life and you can get through this too. And if I didn't have the support of friends and women and other female business owners who are going through this, I don't think I would have made it. Mm -hmm. It was, that was so, so, so um, integral in my life and having other moms and entrepreneurs um, supporting one another was um, my lifeline. It was so important. Yeah, yeah. I felt the same way during the pandemic. I mean, Amanda and I, we always saw each other oh in God, Brooklyn and, like... uh, and then, you know, connecting over, everything went virtual and you were so smart to bring your business virtually. And I feel like the connections with other moms virtually had gotten so much stronger and thank God we had that. Oh my yes. goodness. Thank God. I mean, there were days where we would show up to class in Connecticut and by the end of class, we were all just crying and we got through it and we got to the other side and it was our place to, 
um, to feel, you know, and not have to be strong and do it together and explode with joy and then break down and just feel it and walk out, um, you know, more focused and stronger and heads held high and ready to take on whatever came our way. That was our respite. That was our, you know, like our church in some ways, that was how we got through it. And we still look at each other today and just like, it's a whole new level of relationship than it was. We just are so appreciative and grateful for one another on a completely different level than we were before that. Completely. I'm like, I was just thinking about this, the same thing for me. I had that whole period of pandemic, like my business came to a complete halt. I was, you know, getting myself out of a marriage that was definitely not for me. Um, moving to a brand new place in Connecticut, becoming a single mom, trying to make new friends. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, (laughs) it was so hard. It was so hard. And then showing up every day, I'm like, this studio, this is it. Um, Really, really helped. So thinking about this, like, is there one thing you wish you knew when you started your career? That's a toughie. Uh, That is a toughie through the journey? Uh, you know, when I think back on it, I would tell myself, don't do everything, choose a lane. Um, do what you do well, and then find people um, to round out your weaknesses. You know, if you are a great operator, find the best marketer, the best creative, the best HR to round out your business, but really understand what you do well, write it down, journal, and then put together a list of all those things that you either don't do well or you would rather not do so that you can focus your energy on what you do well and what you enjoy um, and then have uh, take the time to find the other people to complement your strengths so that you can more quickly and efficiently grow the business. For a while, I know we all have to do it all. And sometimes that helps us identify what we are best at and what we truly enjoy. And so the quicker you can do that and bring on a team to support that role, the better. That That's is such, such great advice. good advice. <laughs> As I always, I'm like, oh, I need to really hire more people. And that is, that's really, I needed to hear that. So thank you. And I'm sure so many other people did too. <laughs> I heard so many years, you kind of think, oh, I can just do it myself. Oh, I can just do it myself. It's going to be easier if I can just do it myself. That is true. But if you take more time at the beginning um, and you're patient enough to do that, it will just run so much better, so much faster than trying to get through it all on your own. Even if you have to break even or lose money to do that, it will pick up so much faster. Right, that's for any entrepreneur. So amazing and really good to hear. This is awesome. There's a little something we like to do at the end. We call it a quick lightning round. Um, Oh, no. This is the fun one. (laughs) Off the cuff. Okay. Um, Okay. Ready? Yes. So we want to ask, what have you done for you lately? Because we know that you help so many women feel good about themselves and take the time out to do a workout. And obviously you do the same, but what have you done just for you? I 
had a massage um, and a facial at this on the same day. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> double doubles. <laughs> I know. It was so indulgent. So indulgent. So necessary, too. Okay, the cheese board question. You know we have a huge obsession with cheese boards, charcuterie. They're seasonal. Liz and I make exceptional cheese boards, but we use those as a metaphor, i.e., what is your latest obsession? Um, is there anything that you're totally obsessed with right now? Mm, what am I obsessed with? Decorating. I've learned so much finishing my apartment, and I'm obsessed with uh, decorator, everything going on Instagram and following different designers going, uh, subscribing to architectural digest for the first time in my life. Um, walking into any home store that I pass, um, and either picking things up or just taking it in. It's, it, it's become a brand new obsession for me as well as art, which kind of goes along with um, interior design. Um, it's the first time that I've started purchasing art. So there's so much to learn and so much to see so that you can understand what your taste is around art. So yes, lots of visual stimulation. <laughs> Such have good ones. I feel like we all started decorating a lot more during the pandemic because we were in our homes so yes. much and we we're like, I just want everything to look pretty. And yeah, we all did like home makeovers. <laughs> I yes. know, Liz, you're yes. always posting about that. It's always so fun, too, to change it up, right? Well, to be fair, we both moved during the pandemic, so I feel like it was just like, oh, we have a whole house to decorate now. <laughs> right. Yes. And you want to get it done quickly, yeah. but you also want it to be, you know, exceptional. It's so hard to strike that balance. My mother-in-law calls yeah. my decorating style stark because we are. <sighs> I want to do it right, and I don't want to have a house that's cluttered. So I'm like constantly just doing one thing at a time, adding in here and there. But yeah, it's hard to find that balance for sure. I, I, I told my um, interior designer, Amy Lau, who I'm working with, um, I said, you know, you never gave me that HGTV moment. I just ah! want, you know, to walk in and it's all done. And she's like, Anna, that's not realistic. Just, yeah, that's TV. You know, that's TV. Exactly. Exactly. Where they have a week and all of a sudden it's all done. Um, yes. So I hear that part of me really wants that. And the other part of me really loves the process and figuring out who I am and who my family is and what works for us. And, you know, knowing that it will, it will be done at some point. What a great metaphor for your workouts, too, because I'm sure a lot of people are like, I just want to lose 10 pounds. And you're like, well, yes. enjoy the process. Give it time. <laughs> yes, yes. But if you have a workout that you don't enjoy, it won't happen. You have to find ones that you can enjoy the process and something that you really love to do and you want to show up to and you love the people who are there doing it with you and they'll make you show up, you know. So that is a big part of it. Um, so true. And who doesn't love dance? Like dance is just, you don't even feel like you're working out. And I, that, it's well, so good. Listen, there are a lot of people who are intimidated by dance. And so I'm trying to break that down because dance is really just elevated pedestrian movement. If you can jack, jumping jack, you can do it on the beat, you're dancing, you know? And 85, 90% of the people that walk into the studio have never danced before. And this workout is created for 
um, those people, you know, and to create uh-huh. a passion for <laughs> movement and not dance necessarily. But okay, movement sold. is super important. It really is functional, functional um, training at its best. Not to mention the playlist. Can we talk about the best music ever? <laughs> so good. It's such a huge part of the workout. It's the heartbeat. That's who we are. No, I know, but it's so good that like when I come home and I'm working, I put on your Spotify playlist. Oh, wait, you got to share that because I need that playlist. That's the only thing that motivates me when I work out. Uh, How do we find how do we find your playlist? On Spotify. On Spotify under Anna Kaiser? I'll send you one. Okay, we'll put it in the show notes for sure so everybody can enjoy it. What are your mom goals? And doesn't have to be your goals for the future. We're asking you what is your best tip or mom hack, or maybe it's how to get that Shakira booty. What, what how would you give us <laughs> some tip? <laughs> oh my goodness, some tip. Okay, let's see. Um, oh. So when Brooks was potty training, I had a little star chart for him. So that every time he went to the potty, he got a star. Um, and every time I crush my workout, I got a star. <laughs> so we would do it together. Um, or for Shakira, we did the same thing for her when Milan was potty training, except hers was just showing up to the workout because that's her hardest. That's her challenge because, you know, we're all busy as moms and usually whatever we're doing for ourselves, i.e. a workout gets thrown to the side. So putting it in your calendar at exactly the same time every single week and then giving yourself a visual reward that you walk by and you can visually see the month and how many times you've worked out with those stars is really motivating. And a reality check. Cause most often we'd say, okay, I'm gonna work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it doesn't happen. But because you said you were going to, you sort of have it in your head that you did. But if you actually see on a calendar in front of you, the, the amount of days you've taken that time for yourself, it can be very sobering and inspiring. Um, and it feels really good to put that star up on the calendar. So um, I did it with Brooks. I'll do it again with Cole. And I um, find different ways to uh, to get my clients to do essentially that and to reward themselves and acknowledge um, the commitment that they're making because it shouldn't be you know a 30 day or a 60 day thing it should be a lifestyle commitment that you do for yourself to feel better in your skin to feel stronger when you walk out in the world and to learn something new too so I think education is the new luxury for us moms to be able to learn something new um, and have the time to do that is just such a luxury. Right. I, I love not that. Agree more. <laughs> I'm totally adding that to my, I do a sticker chart with my son for all the things he has to do in the day. And I'm totally adding one next to his for my workouts because I am actually sitting here in my workout clothes, embarrassed to say that I have not yet worked out today. So that's such uh-huh. a great hack. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Time to jump in after this. I know. You Liz, can put it on your computer for just you. do 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally. I, I got to get my dance I'm on. I'm about to do it. <laughs> just wait. So, yeah. Anna, where can people find you? How do we get in touch? Where do we so, go? Instagram at the Anna Kaiser. Um, DM me. I do my own Instagram. I promise. I'm responding to you. I respond to every single DM. Um, if you have questions about fitness, nutrition, programming. DM me. 
Um, you can follow the studios for workouts and um, shorter sequences you can do at home at Anna Kaiser Studios. Um, and you can do the same on our website, AnnaKaiserStudios.com. And we have virtual workouts that go anywhere from 15 minutes to 75 minutes, as well as uh, virtual intensives that you can do from anywhere. And um, you can even zoom into our classes live and work out alongside us from home. So lots of fun things. Amazing. Oh, I can't so wait basically to do no that. excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Exactly. Amanda. Getting my sticker turned up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. So one, good. One person inspired. That's fantastic. That's it. Thank it you just both. Takes one. Yeah, Anna, thank, thank you, you so Anna. much for coming on. It's amazing chatting with you and hanging. Always. So amazing to chat with you. Thank you for your time. And I can't wait to listen to your other guests in the podcast. Congratulations. Ooh, oh, good. thank you. Well, I can't wait for Amanda Thanks. to take me to your studio soon. <laughs> well, yep. yeah, you let me know when that's happening. I need footage. We'll make sure you're there. <laughs> It'll be on Instagram for sure. <laughs> it will definitely be Great. on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Anna. Bye. Thank you. Bye. I know, Mom. That was awesome. Oh, she was amazing. And now I really want to go dance with you at her studio. See, I told you, I've been obsessed since I started last year. I t like my whole schedule revolves around dropping off Isabella, then going to dance, and then I start my day. Well, now I need that sticker chart. Like that, that was such a brilliant tip. And I am always like, oh, I'm going to work out later. And then I'm in my workout clothes and I never end up nope. doing it because I, I sit down right away and do emails and whatnot. No and excuses. I never get you got to put yourself first sometimes. No excuses. Like, no, you should put yourself first. Yes. I mean, and that's, that's the goal. That's the mom goal, isn't it? That's so it. I think I think for this week that's that's going to be on my things to do, and it's going to be part of my day, and it's going to be something I'm going to do for me. You. Yes, and that, check out one of her videos too. Do. She's like liquid sunshine. Amazing! Oh, all right, so fun. So, do you have anything right. fun going on coming up? I do. I get. I got a jet. I got to go to the city and get a get a broken tooth fixed. <gasps> oh no! You that's, know. that's not fun. I was, no. I was thinking you were going to go to the city for something fun, but oh, got to fix the tooth. Got to fix the tooth. Oh, I'm going to be in the city later. I'm going actually. My friend's opening up a new bar in the East Village across from his other bar called Goodnight Sunny. And he always has the best bars. So we're going to go to his opening. And I'm so excited to support. And especially during this time when, you know, bars and restaurants in New York need all of our support. And um, yeah, I'm, it's, I think it's my first date night in the city with my husband since the pandemic really oh no that's oh, then, a lie we had, should we actually had one staycation cocktail. i know i know extra well, cocktail I, support a new business two cocktails and i'm i'm like wasted these days so <laughs> no more it's than good. that good to be a lightweight <laughs> yeah well All good right. luck with your tooth thanks oh have fun tonight love this episode of the podcast head over to itunes to subscribe rate and review Find us on Instagram at Mom Goals the Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you next time. Love, Love you, you mama. mama.